from the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it? The show? This podcast was recorded on the 20th of October 2020 at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Some things may have changed since the recording of this podcast. Just want to give you a heads up so you know. Welcome to episode 93. I'm Adolf. I have with me Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. And we have quite a few topics to talk about today. Uh, what do you want to go with first, Jake? I guess we will talk about the heartbreak. Souls no longer come into theaters. So that means that's a that really, really drastically reduces our chances of being able to see this Pixar movie in 3D because we know they won't have a 3D option when they stream it. And at the very least, um, you could watch Soul on Disney Plus without paying $30 or $20. It's just going to be on available on Disney Plus on Christmas Day, December 25th, 2020. And you don't need to pay anything extra. It's just going to be part of your service. So that's something. Mm-hmm. That's an improvement. Disney's not trying to hose us completely. It definitely shows that um, they could have met in the middle and done like $15 or something. Um, but it kind of shows that Mulan did not do well. Um, it it kind of... If Mulan was the experiment and the canary in the coal mine, that canary ain't singing. So it probably made enough money, but the bad publicity, it, it just hit it. You know, it seems like a lot of people really either love Mulan or really don't like it. So, and the cost price uh, thing for Mulan really rubbed people the wrong way. You know, obviously. All of us don't like Mulan. I mean, I'm the only one that kind of liked it, but still, this is a good sign. Um, I mean, a good sign that we don't have to worry about $30 rentals anymore for Disney, at least for the time being. Unless they decide to do that with Black Widow, then we're all going to cry and shell out our 30 bucks. So yeah, so that's the next question. Is Black Widow going to be $30 or $20 or... You know, are they going to try to do something or they just, you know, it, it, that's where it gets hazy because this actually is a really good segue to one of another topics, um, which is Disney's new focus is on streaming. So that's happening now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's going to be uh, bad for 3D because uh, it's been there is so little content available in 3D streaming, I mean, it's just really, really, really sad. I mean, uh, uh, I uh, can't, I mean, like 3D Crave, I don't even know if they're, because when I try to log in, it doesn't work for me anymore. And I don't know if it's a hardware issue or them, because, but I think it's them because they don't respond to anything. I mean, Shudder has the found footage a 3D movie. And if you can watch that, I recommend it. And if you don't have 3D Blu-ray capabilities, uh, you know, a 3D Blu-ray, t- you know, 3D high D t- TV, uh, you don't need a Blu-ray player because it's streaming. It's one of the few places that actually streams 3D. They also have it in Anaglyph, you know, the red and blue glasses or red and green. They have it available in that format too, which isn't great, but it's better than nothing. So uh, there isn't many websites anymore that are 3D streaming that are in the U.S. I think there is some that are not in the U.S. and some of them may not be legal. Um, and obviously your mileage will vary going to those websites. You may get viruses instead of the movie. <laughs> you may get, you know, Trojan horses. You may get um, on FBI lists or something crazy. Yeah, and, uh, and VR hasn't quite taken... I mean, there's gotten to be more interest in uh, VR headsets because of the pandemic and people at home and have. But I mean, I've been looking into it, but I just at the price point, I just can't. I don't have the money. I mean, 
Voodoo, right, still has 3D movies, I think? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stuff that, and there's a lot of places that have 3D for uh, VR. I mean, YouTube even has a lot of people release VR stuff on, on YouTube and other streaming platforms. Um, but like I said, the, the price of, uh, of a VR headset needs to go down considerably. I mean, some people have said, yeah, some of these cardboard things, they claim you can watch stuff in 3D, but I haven't been able to figure it out. If somebody has, uh, drop us a message. We would, we would love to pick your brain on your tech expertise, because if we could get that up and running, that would be awesome, because then maybe we, with a system like that, maybe we could come up with a way to actually create our own inexpensive 3D content. That would be awesome. So uh, I just looked up on, and I found this article from LifeWire, which is actually a website that is actually pretty good. Uh, they updated this website on August 7th, 2020, and they say Voodoo and PlayStation Video is are two of the best places to stream 3D content. Um, so that's cool if you have a PlayStation <laughs> or Sony brand. Um, but besides that, there isn't that much really else there. They say, you know, there's just no streaming services, really. And 3D movie Blu-ray rentals are kind of really rare now. I mean, 3D Blu-ray is extremely rare in the U.S. And, you know, considering that it's harder to get it in other parts of the world, too, you know, we may not see ever Soul in 3D. Ever. <laughs> I know. that would That is so disappointing. I mean, because the 3D trailer looked absolutely gorgeous. I don't, I I think I saw it in 3D trailer, but I don't remember it being all that. But I think Pixar has had a really off and on relationship with 3D. And I feel like some of their movies look really good. Some of them just kind of flat. And some of them, you know, rarely are they great. Um, but I feel like Disney animation has better record in 3D than Pixar but that's just from my recent experiences. Um, I don't know if that's theaters being weird. Yeah, well, The Incredibles, um, they rushed that, and it showed in several scenes. So I guess next question is, you know, we kind of played with this before, but seriously, though, are we going to have to pay for more movies? Is this just something that Disney is just be like, whatever, and, you know, they're dumping on Christmas to have it out? Or... Is it something that, you know, we're going to play with it in 10, you know, have $10 rentals or $20 rentals or, or instead of the $30, you know, maybe Mulan was too expensive. That's what we don't know. And if the future is 3D or streaming, then the thing is, Disney is the biggest 3D movie maker right now. <laughs> yeah. So what's going to happen to our content? Because... The industry is going to follow Disney's lead. And if they start ditching 3D and just putting it on streaming, guess what? Everyone else is going to as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, Warner Brothers may hold out for a while because kind of Warner kind of goes their own way. They don't really follow Disney's lead. Uh, but I can see them. They're not exactly uh, releasing um, stuff. Uh they seem to be uh, more ready to release their catalog. I mean, they have than other studios, but we'll we'll um, we'll it is what it is, and we'll see when we see. Uh, yeah, just twenty twenty, the hits keep coming. Because Sony is the next one that really does three D really well, and that is consistent. And after that, so, you know, Disney. Um, Sony and then Warner Brothers are the three ones that still really do 3D movies. I mean, Paramount sometimes, and you know, it, sometimes they don't. Um, so mm -hmm. Paramount's bad. They've just never had great uh, home video department, I, and usually with Paramount, it's uh, a third party releases their stuff in 3D or in another market that somebody else has the rights to because some of their movies, um, cause I mean the last uh, mission impossible, if you, if you didn't see it in the theaters in 3d, you're going to have to, uh, 
get a pirated copy if you want to see it on your home rig because they couldn't be bothered to release it on disc. So um, uh, video pirates recorded uh, 3D broadcasts of it on paper from pay-per-view and are selling it on um, auction sites. And I don't like um, piracy. I mean, I don't, I can, I'm not for piracy. I think artists should get the money, but if there's no other option, then I guess. But still, I want to, you know, I respect the art of filmmaking, and I feel like I, if there is a legitimate way to give them money, then I will. But if there's no other way, you know, what else are people supposed to do? You know? Yeah. I mean, I think some of it, too, is just being short-sighted. And they think, oh, well, well, 3D movies are dead, so, you know, don't do it. The thing is, you just put it on the 3D Blu-ray. If people don't want to, you know, have it, then they don't use it. I, the people that don't care are just going to stream it or re get it on Redbox. They don't care. <laughs> so the only people that are really buying 3D Blu-rays are people that have 3D Blu-rays. Most people stop caring about buying discs, which is sad, but I feel like that's the truth. Most people don't care about buying discs. They could just stream everything they want to see. Mm -hmm. And they normally only want to see a few movies anyway. They're not uh, a big money uh, thing individually. I mean, yeah, in bulk, they you probably make more money off of them. But you can make a lot of money off of, uh, hey, one thing uh, you should have, we should have learned from what's been going on in the last few decades is fans got deep pockets overall, and you can make a lot of money off of uh, catering to fans instead of the lowest common denominator. So it's really sad. I mean, I'm happy that I won't, you know... So it's going to be a really weird movie to re to review because obviously it comes out on Christmas Day and you know we're all going to be around family watch you know on Christmas Day um so we may still review it but obviously it won't have a 3D section and obviously that won't come out day of because hey we got to enjoy Christmas too <laughs> you know and we don't have the you know Disney doesn't give us free screenings. You know, we don't get the access to, you know, see things early. It's whenever that we get to, we have to pay for it. So it's, so, so we'll get a review out to you as soon as we can, but there's no guarantees, you know? So it's sad. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Soul. I think it has potential to be the best animated movie of the year, 2020. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to be a hard bar to to cross. Um, now, is Disney going to increase the price of Disney Plus overall? I mean, they started off really low, 7.99. You know, obviously everyone was thinking that's a good starting point. That's not the ending point. You know. <laughs> Is this going to be a good excuse to say, okay, uh, Disney Plus is now twelve ninety nine, and you know you get the the movies on there the same day as theatrical release if theatrical release exists at all. You know, how do you feel about that? Uh, and since um, someone who's not paying for Disney Plus, that I'm less apt to start subscribing at that price point. Um, I mean, I know I'm going to move over to more streaming than I'm doing already, but it's I, di I didn't get out of a cable package just to go a la carte and have to pay for the and pay and and have to use my Internet, too. So it's, it's a weird new world that we're going to. And if you don't have access to Internet. Well, you're screwed. <laughs> or high-speed internet. Yeah. yeah, what you can get on Facebook with ain't going to cut it for streaming. I mean, you know, obviously we're an online website and we have a podcast that goes online, but there's still a lot of parts of the world and a lot of parts of America, for God's sake, that don't have good, fast internet. Which I mean, fast, like, above 20 megabytes per second. 
yeah, I mean, I don't have I don't have access to it. I barely have adequate. In fact, there's a lot of days I can't stream anything because uh, it just buffers too poorly. And, uh, and, and a lot of times when I can stream, it's only in standard definition because there's not enough bandwidth here. It just depends where you live and it, it depends how things are. I know, you know, 5G is starting to get a lot of things buzzed about with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, phone providers and 5G is not going to be around the world right now ready to go. You know, even if you get the new phones, it's not there. Um, it's going to be there some parts of the world, big cities, but it's not going to be your average person, you know, that has Internet. It's not going to be able to get 5G. I think the fast it's. One of those things where there is definitely people that have high speed internet that's really great. You know, I pay for, um, I get 450 megabits per second, and that's great. It's fantastic. I never ever have to worry about anything loading. It just works, and then I pay fifty dollars a month for that, and I think that's a really good deal. A lot of people you basically are monopolies where you have to pay, you know, outrageous prices like fifty bucks for. 15 megabits per second or something and it's just not mm-hmm. at all useful you know and then uh, uh, obviously once you know more traffic goes on more people are using the bandwidth it goes down and becomes unusable so there's definitely going to be a divide here where there's some people that you know cool i have you know people that can have fast internet then two people that will be willing to pay for you know, the service, there's still a lot of people that are, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to pay for that. You know, maybe they'll pay when a movie comes out that month and then they'll cancel it for the rest of the year. And there's a lot of people that cancel uh, Disney Plus after they watched Mandalorian and then, then they gave up on it and then they came back. You know, a lot of people do that. A lot of people just give up on streaming services when the TV show they like is on or they they have it when the TV show they like is on or back, but when the season is over, they just cut it off for the month. And after that, you know, they only get one month at a time and they save a lot of money that way. For me, that sounds like a big hassle, but to each their own. Yeah. So, and then there's some people, they get free service with their uh, phone plan uh, because different providers offer whether you can get Hulu or Netflix or Amazon Prime or HBO Max yeah yeah exactly with your phone plan so i know a lot of people who get um uh an internet ser- get uh, a streaming service that way and you know these movies the theaters you know theaters have been struggling and we'll get to that in a minute but if Disney's not going to be releasing these movies in theaters or they're going to release them at the same time, it's going to dramatically cut down any kind of uh, people going to the theaters. I mean, if I could watch, um, let's just say, Soul, if I could go to the theater on Christmas and watch it or watch it at home the same day, I'm going to watch it at home. I'm not going to go out to go see the theaters. It's just not worth it, you know? At least not for me. I mean, some people are going to be, you know, super hardcore. The theatrical experience cannot be replicated, you know, but I don't believe that. I think it doesn't matter. Well, with me, it was, uh, I had a, um, when Regal reopened, I was still in my trial period of uh, having to pay them. So, because they stopped it and then they restarted it. So I was paying whether I went or not. So basically what I did is I would book my tickets, and if it was not safe, I left and rebooked another show. In fact, I New Mutants, I wound up booking it three times before I did see it. It was not worth it. It was not worth the hassle. Uh, and now Regal's completely um, shut down. Who knows if they're going to reopen. Uh, they, since they are the majority of the screens where I live, uh, 90% of my options to go to the movies just went away. So all I got left is AMC, uh, and they're like a hundred mile round trip at least same with, uh, the one Cinemark. No, I think there's two Cinemarks now and a couple indie 
theaters that are that don't run 3D anything anyway. So, yeah, this is a big deal and something that is going to continue to make waves. And you know, this may be the death of the modern 3D because if Disney's not going to support it, it, everyone else will follow suit. And um, Mm -hmm. and if the theaters go under, there won't be any place to screen them. So let's uh, go on to the theaters. AMC has said that they are almost out of money. They'll run out of cash by early 21. By early next year, they will run out of cash. So AMC is is very dangerous to going broke. Now, um, depending on how far out in early 21, you know, we may get a new administration and or get, you know, Trump did say that, after the election, they'll talk about the stimulus, and he keeps going back and forth about doing it. Um, so there might be some stimulus money going to theater chains or something, or bailouts, or they might just wait to the next administration if uh, he, Biden is, wins. But still, I mean, I would hate to have AMC go under. I would hate to. I don't want. I you know I've had problems with AMC, but I'm not. I don't want the company to go under. I, I think that's mean. You know. Yeah, that a whole lot that, you know, that whole bunch of people's livelihoods. Yeah. Uh, we just want theaters to do better. Yeah. Uh, make money and also provide us with a good a good experience, which sadly they haven't for a long time, mostly. Yeah, not just AMC, but the other places, too, have had very inconsistent experiences in the cinema. You know, mm-hmm. to put it nicely, and that's why, and that's why people are like not caring because when the experience is good, it's awesome. Except it costs so damn much. But then when it's bad, it it just doubles how bad it is because you've paid a fortune, uh, and you've had to probably pick and choose where that money went. And then you feel like you just wasted your limited resources if the if oh god, don't even get me started about I mean some of my experiences have been so bad, like um like Infinity War. I ended up having to go to hunt up a find a second screening the next day so I could review the movie here because I had such a horrible experience at the theater I went to in Salem. To see it. And, and, and even if you go the same chain, like I went to go see Maleficent 2, um, Mistress of Evil, I think that's the title. I saw that in a regal. And when I saw that, that was some of the best 3D I've seen because it was dark, but it was crisp. It was perfect. Perfect, 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 perfect. But then I went to go see Mission Impossible, another regal, and it was not good 3D. And it just, you don't know what you're going to get. You know, when you go to the theaters, you don't know if you're going to get that pristine perfectness or if you're going to get problematic, you know, 3D or even problematic sound or, or whatever. You don't know. You don't know until you're there. And mm-hmm. and, and some of these theaters, I mean, Regals, wouldn't believe how many screenings I've gone to and they forget to flip the, the 3D switch. So you end up... Thirty and you lose thirty minutes of the movie finding somebody. Then they refuse to restart it, give you a pass, or do anything to compensate you. So I wind up I'm on my phone with my credit card company disputing the charge because I'm not paying them for a substandard uh, experience. And when you don't have the 3D on and you don't cr- correct it for ten to thirty minutes or more. I'm not paying you 20 bucks for that. Bite me. So you never know. And it, it's hard. You know, I think that's some of the problems people had. You know, there might have been some movies where the 3D wasn't well done, but there might have been some theaters where they didn't have good 3D and people assumed that was the experience they're always going to get. And they gave up on it. And, you know, it's, it's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and some, and like, in, I've been to some screenings. People don't know better. They just think that's the way it's supposed to they just think this is just crappy 3D. Yeah. I just wonder how many screenings they have with whether somebody were not me at the theater locally and they forget to turn the switch on and the whole audience just sits there getting their eyes strained to hell and back 
with this blurry image. Yeah. So, you know, we just want the theaters to, to you know, I'm not really for one theater chain over another. Each of them have problems. I mean, most of, all of them are independently owned and operated. So you don't know if it's, you know, Regal that's bad or if it's Cinemark or whatever. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Some some might be good. Some might be bad. It just it is what it is. I just, you know, I don't want them, you know, I don't want the people that work in the theater to, you know, lose their jobs and livelihood. And, you know, I don't want, I don't miss the theatrical experience that much. I am perfectly fine watching movies at home, but the certain times, certain movies, I am super glad that Avengers Endgame came out last year, not this year, because I could not imagine, you know, not going to a crowded theater to see that, you know, movie. Yeah. And, you know, this year, you know, I, I, I've seen other movies at home and they're fine. I don't mind, you know, totally fine. I watched Scoob at home and I enjoyed it and I didn't feel like I missed anything by watching it at home instead of watching it in the theater. So there yeah. are definitely experiences that are some I want to be there to have the big screen experience. But sometimes I'm totally fine watching it on a 40 inch 1080p screen. That's good enough. Mm-hmm. And you can sit there and um, be in your pajamas. You can pop your own popcorn that doesn't cost $10 a bucket. Yeah. A bag that probably costs 50 cents. So let's uh, keep let's uh, keep going here, Jake. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got an announcement here that neither one of us thought was... Okay, let me rephrase this. It was totally predictable to have this announcement... It's still kind of disappointing. Um, Adam's Family 2 got a official teaser announcement of the release date. Um, the teaser doesn't do anything. It just kind of, oh, more Adam's Family in the back. And, uh, you know, number two, they don't have any kind of plot or anything. And they have the date and that's it. And the date is October 8th, 21, um, which... For an animated movie, that's completely feasible. I don't imagine that. Yeah, that nobody has to be within six feet of anybody else to make an animated movie. So, if anything, we're going to have a animation renaissance. Um, I mean, I haven't looked into how October of next year crowded it's going to be. I mean, twenty one is going to be a pretty crowded it, year. It doesn't matter because. Uh, I don't think is going to be much of a change. We're head, we're we're coming out of our. The U.S. is coming. Its third peak is going into the second wave. And then, so buckle up, Buttercups. Uh, second wave is always the worst. Um, and Europe is having a really hard time too right now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we probably got a whole other year of this because of how incompetently the U.S. handled this. And other um, conservative-run uh, countries have also failed too. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not. It's yes. Uh, I'll blame Trump, but also blame other ones. But New Zealand, they did everything right, and they're opened up, and they were able to have you know big uh, soccer games, football games, and no masks, mm-hmm. and they're fine. Yeah, yeah, and filming's uh, started back up there. So. I'll just look Google this right now, and um, Batman. This is, I think it's supposed to come out then. Um, Dune um, has come out, and untitled Disney live action movie is supposed to come out on October eighth. So I guess you know they're just gonna be like, all right, Adam's Family two. Here it is, and if Disney has something, you know, to release, then we don't know. I don't know if that's going to be on Disney Plus or, you know, I would think we would know the title of that movie, but I guess not. No. Yeah, they're assuming there's still going to be um, theaters open and governments functioning. I mean, we don't know. I mean, we literally have no idea what's going to happen. I mean. So let's keep focused on Adam's Family, too. So Adam's Family, I felt like we both kind of were hesitant about it and then as the release came out we we're kind of getting excited for it and then the movie actually released and we we're like oh this is disappointing <laughs> yeah it was a major disappointment i mean but 
I'm a longtime Adams Family fan, so I'm used to severe disappointment. I mean, at least they didn't have uh, them in a motorhome. So, the the teaser doesn't show anything. It's just the title or uh, the you know, number two, the Adams Family, and, and it's nothing there. You know, IMDb has nothing mm-hmm. of substance there. There's no specific storyline or anything. Um, I mean, having two years to make an animated movie is plenty of time, you know. <laughs> so Yeah, and, and chances are it's going to be another shitty script like the first one. That's what I was kind of wondering about. What is the script? Are they going to try something new? Because... The first animated Adam's Family movie just basically was a basic retelling, and it just didn't do anything new. And that's why... Oh, it was a completely basic plot that somebody just hit, like, two buttons on a script writing um, algorithm, and it's just, oh, and just said, um, Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, Alexa, write me a movie script. (laughs) So, yeah, um, hopefully... They, they they do better, but they have no incentive to because the first one was successful and it didn't really need to have a big plot. And being animated, um, you know, obviously doesn't matter mm-hmm. if they get a, a theatrical release or not. I mean, it does matter, but it, it's it's not as they could just put it out on um, who owns the rights to Adam's Family right now. I don't even know. <laughs> um, I don't even know either. It's MGM, I mean, I think. Well, all I know is, hey, if you like the Adams Family, go pick up collections of Charles Adams's uh, Adams Family cartoons. Just uh, devour the source of, uh, and then after you've gone through all those, then check out the black and white TV uh, show. And then after that, there's two nice little movies that came out in the '90s that are pretty good. Of course, in the 90s, my head was up my ass, and I sneered at them. But in my old age, I have come to appreciate them. So yeah. check those out, too. I, I agree that they're not terrible movies. I, I kind of like them. Um, I appreciate them. I like them more than the animated one. You know? Mm-hmm. So... And they're better animated. As bad as the animated movie is, it's better than most of the animated Adams Family TV Saturday morning cartoons. Okay. I mean, um, they didn't do, did do stupid stuff like have Wednesday in a pink dress. Yeah. It looks like Orion owns them, which then goes to Paramount. So, as you mentioned before, Paramount, I mean, I, I love them for Star Trek, but um, they're not a really great uh, 3D when it, you know, I don't remember the 3D being all that either. Um, was, I don't, was it only okay? It was fine. It was... It's one of those things, if you see it in 3D, you're not going to be dis-disappointed, but it's not going to knock your socks off either. But then again, it you have to work hard to make anim- animation look bad in 3D. So, we'll see how that works out. I mean, it's hard to have hype for it, considering how mediocre the, the previous one was, and it just fell so flat. Mm-hmm. It had some cool songs attached to it. It had <laughs> yeah, and the and the character designs, I mean, kind of grew on me a bit. I mean, they are in a strange way pretty faithful to Charles Adams' uh, vision, but then they added the whole suburbia shtick, which has been done a million times and is boring. Uh, if God, I really hope they come up with. A good idea for a sequel, some something that's just not just another. Oh, we all need to get along, kind of bullshit story. That who cares? It's been done. And it's kind of one of those things where I kind of feel like Hotel Transylvania kind of was it, where they kind of, and you know, they're just gonna copy that and have them all have smartphones. <sighs> You know, yeah. uh, that's lame, too. So I mean, uh, I mean, I don't care for the Hotel Transylvania movies, but damn, uh, there was more going on in those than in this Adams Family movie. True to that. Yeah, at least Adam Sandler 
was actually trying to do something. I mean, it's no uncut gems, but I have to admit, his Dracula impersonation was pretty funny. Yeah. All right, let's go to another animated uh, news. So, The Croods is eyeing a Thanksgiving release? Yeah. Uh, the, the story I'm hearing is uh, theater and on demand at the same time. Mm. But I don't know if that's true. Somehow I doubt it. And um, we'll see how that works out. Um, I'm interested, but it, it's it's one of those things where I just... I don't know. The Croods is such a weird movie. You know, it, it went from being nothing to being coming out. I mean, now, we talked about this before, the Croods were really getting close to being next to Soul, and now Soul is still coming out directly to Disney+, Plus, so it doesn't really matter, you know. So, Croods is going to have, if the theaters are open, by, you know, they're going to be pretty much the biggest game in town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see. It's been... Uh... It was announced for being in in 3D. Now, whether if it gets a theatrical release, and it, I'm, I, I will say this: if it's actually getting a theatrical release and it is in 3D, I will get my butt into a theater seat to see it in 3D. Uh, I've got my UVC light, so I can sterilize the hell out of everything that my body is going to come in any remote contact and I can walk around and just sterilize the air and burn the hell out of anybody who's stupid enough to get within six feet of me because uh, kids UVC does burn human flesh so don't point it at your skin it's dangerous but it kills COVID dead interesting uh-huh but yeah oh they've been using an um they use really weak UVC to cure resins when you get dental work and also do your nails and um, and all sorts of stuff. So uh, UVC is really good for killing stuff. It's, it kills like 99% of germs in a minute and and 99.99999 in uh, overnight. Over I think it's they say if you keep something under UVC uh, at a high enough power, uh, in eight hours, it'll kill 100% of everything. So, in theory, at least right now, uh, that I could see the Crudes is the only 3D release coming out in November of next month. <laughs> and you should have some image of me almost like Mad Max, uh, all bundled up with my little sanitizing 3D wand. 3D wand thingy to have got to see the movie, got to see the movie, and I'm wandering into God. I'm wondering which state I have to go to. I just have images of me having to go all the way to Idaho. Oh God! <laughs> but I said, uh, if the Groods is going to play any, yeah, but I can't get into Canada. Sorry. Uh, I mean, the, the, the Canadians uh, are not letting us in. They don't trust they don't trust Americans to come into their country and not um, sicken their populace. So then you said it. You said it here. You'll, you'll take the crudes for review. Yeah, I'll do the crudes. Okay. Well, that's that's good. I mean, if, if we gotta see how things are in a month. <laughs> well, hey it's, uh, hey, it's Nick Cage. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, things it's, it may be crazy out there in a month, much crazier than it is now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, By Thanksgiving. I'm hoping we know who the next president is. Yeah, that might be that might be something. All right, so what's the next thing? So this is kind of a correction um, because you previously mentioned the Friday the 13th Blu-ray collection, um, and now it does come with the 3D Blu-ray, right? Yeah, they finally confirmed. Yeah, after the thing's released, we find out that it's actually 
3D Blu-ray, not Anaglyph. That's because nobody at Shout Factory knew what the hell any terminology and didn't know how to tell people stuff. It shows you how much they really give a shit about 3D. So specifically, this is Friday the 13th, Part 3? Mm-hmm. First time uh, Jason wears the mask, his little hockey, where he gets the hockey mask. So it's actually kind of an important movie in the series, uh, and it's done in real 3D. Uh, the, uh, I, the, I saw this in theaters, and it did have some alignment issues that created eye strain. Hopefully those have been corrected. Uh, hopefully this is a better presentation than Amptyville 3D. So, didn't the Friday the 13th Part 3 already come out on Blu-ray? Uh, but not in uh, 3D Blu-ray. It only has gotten anaglyph or bootleg releases uh, based on legal releases, but it was... Uh, there were copies made of... Uh, the Japanese, uh, uh, it was a it was a laserdisc format that did 3D. Uh, was it what is it uh, UVH or something like that? And uh, and then there was a 3D company that put out a home video of Friday the 13th that also used build sequential format. You know that's like active glasses today. Because I do, I do see here on Target and Best Buy, they have Friday the 13th Part 3 Blu-ray, and that came out in 2017. So mm -hmm. that's, that's just flat. Okay. So, so, so basically, kids, if you want Friday the 13th 3D on 3D Blu-ray, you're going to be ponying up about 150 bucks for a box set. Because Shout Factory is not going to release this individually. They didn't ever release Amptyville 3D uh, outside its box set because of their licensing agreement. And, they, and I know they didn't do anything different for uh, this box set. And heck, they already they released Bawana Devil flat yet again and wondered why nobody wanted to buy it. So, yeah, um, just want to throw that out there. We got a few mm -hmm. more a few more little things. So Sony <laughs> uh, reveals some technology that maybe one day will actually exist. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm cynical because a lot of these kind of stories you read are are kind of things that sound cool and are shown at CES, the consumer electronics show, and never actually get released. So, you know, we'll see yeah. if it so it, we don't, we'll see if it's a vaporware or if it's actually something there. But they they in, they said that it's called the SR display, and it's eye sensing light field display technology that is supposed to give you realistic three D with eye tracking, um, and uh, no glasses necessary. Yeah. So they're claiming next year to put out a product that's 19 inches screen and it's $5,000. Yeah. <sighs> Only $5,000. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even think if we get a stimulus check, folks, that we're going to be able to afford those. How many $19.99 pay monthly payments is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, I mean, cool. Uh, um, thumbs up for the tech, but is it ever actually gonna come out in the theater? You know, be something affordable price and a and a screen size. Uh, I mean, is it gonna ever be on a forty inch screen for five hundred dollars? I mean, that's kind of the price point they need to get to to make it viable for the consumer. You know what is viable? The Dynasty, uh, coming out on a 3D Blu-ray from the 3D Film Archive. They reached their goal, and now that movie is actually going to be made. So, Well, it's been made. They're going to get it in 3D uh, Blu-ray. 
Woohoo! So the the good people yeah. at 3D Film Archive got enough money. They they wanted ten thousand, and they got twenty three. So way more they'll than be, they needed. So they'll be getting some, and they'll probably put the money into the ad, giving us more goodies and bennies with this release. You might know this movie as Revenge of the Shogun Women or Thirteen Nuns. It was released in the U.S. under both titles. It was also one of the first 3D movies to be televised in the United States and use an anaglyph. Uh, it's a energetic, uh, cool, violent uh, martial arts movie, you know, and it's got good 3D. So I'm really looking forward to this release. And, Jake, it has quadraphonic sound. Ooh. Well, a lot of 3D. <laughs> hey. Hey, quadraphonic was the shit, man. <laughs> uh, it's better than stereo, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just better stereo, you know, kind of. <laughs> hey, I can remember when that, sh- that was like the shit. And you're like, wow, and the sound's coming from four ways instead of two. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's it's. I'm just making fun of it because of that. But hey, uh, <laughs> you remember when 720 was the shit? <laughs> <laughs> you were like going, "Wow, the picture looks so awesome! How, nothing could ever get better than this." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, the 3D Film Archive—they're good people and they do great work. So definitely, yeah. you know, if you're interested, definitely buy it from them. And you know that. They do a lot of great 3D conversions of old classic age 3D movies. So yeah, they do lots of restorations of stuff, uh, and everything they do is top notch. They haven't put out anything that's not worth. Heck, if you're a 3D fan, you should own all of their releases and anything that they worked on. I recommend it. It's a treat. In fact, many of their releases look better than they did originally. We got one more thing, Jake. It's kind of so we got a plot for Ready Player Two. Okay. All right. Do you remember Ready Player One? Yes. Yes. Spielberg having fun. I liked. I liked it. I enjoyed the movie. It was a good movie. Um, I enjoyed it too. I love the 3D, and it's. I keep meaning to pick up the disc because I. It's one of those movies. I know there's a million Easter eggs that I did not catch. Because, heck, that's the ones I caught. I knew there had to be more because of the nature of... Heck, I even saw the truck from Duel in there. So, let's recap that movie real quick. Um, Wade Watts is trying to uh, be part of the movie... or Okay, the movie stars Wade Watts, who is working to try to find the secrets of the Oasis... A company that does virtual reality and they have to play different games um, and if they win they win ownership of his trillion dollar corporation and um, the, he does win a spoiler I mean and yeah. so this movie takes place or this next book this is the quote unquote synopsis days after Oasis founder James Holliday's contest Wade Watts make a discovery that changes everything. Dun, dun, dun. Hidden within Holiday's vaults, waiting for his heir to find, lies a technological advancement that will once again change the world and make the Oasis more wonderful and addictive than even Wade could dream possible. He has to solve new riddles and new quests uh, from the new Easter eggs and find new rivals await. So what does that sound like to you? Depends. Who's directing? Oh, we don't know yet. That's I think it's just a book. But um, it really sounds like a lazy, lazy, lazy <laughs> story continuation. I'm sorry. It just sounds like... Yeah, it sounds like... Uh, I would say striking while the iron's hot, but uh, it's not very hot. In fact, it's outright uh cold i'm like why yeah 
it just seems like they're really trying to force a sequel and wait, there's more. And then what's more, it's more the same that you already knew. It's like, come on, give me more. Give me, give me something more than what this was. This feel, this seems just like the movie, which, you know, there was differences between the book and the movie, but this, this synopsis, there's nothing at all that it just feels yeah. like. A... It just seems more like more Willy Wonka in, um, Virtual reality. And I liked the first movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I like the I like the first movie. Uh, I mean, the book. I think I've read it, or either somebody told me about it in great detail. I don't remember, but I remember enjoying this movie a lot. And I just remember it's like, oh yeah, it's nostalgia porn, but it's pretty good nostalgia porn. I mean, shit, Spielberg. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoyed it. Um. The 3D was good. I mean, when it did show it in 3D, I mean, <laughs> it kept flipping back and forth, and then the real world was ugly, and I think was intentional, but it still was very distracting. <laughs> to, you know. But hey, Spielberg was trying to do something with it. You know, got to give him that. It wasn't. It wasn't. He just trying to get a paycheck or something. I mean, shit. Spielberg doesn't need the money. He's only going to work on something he wants to at this point in his career. So. Yeah, Ready Player Two. That's the plot, which is just meh to me, you know. So, all right. So we're wrapping up ninety three. You know, we're gonna get to a hundred, probably not this year. (laughs) Um, Uh, There ain't enough happening uh, in three D world. Now, if you want us to talk about (laughs) really off topic stuff, yeah, sure, we could get there. But um, yeah. Well, right now, our our idea is that um, we'll do like a video podcast like everyone else does right now and just actually, you know, use Skype to record our faces because, you know, you guys don't see us. You know, we just have the audio and, you know, you guys haven't had a chance to see our, our glorious mugs. So Yeah, and we might. Who knows? And maybe we'll see if there's enough interest. Maybe we'll record more often in video, but don't count on it. Yeah. We're trying to figure out some ideas to make this make sense. I mean, the original idea was let's have a live studio audience and that's not happening. I mean, yeah. And let's, and let's actually broadcast in 3d. <laughs> yeah. That's not happening either. <laughs> either. Yeah. Hey. So it's just, it's interesting to see what we could play around with. You know, maybe you guys could call in. We could have a phone number set up. You know, we'll try to make it special. But, um, you know, 93, we're, we're getting close to 100. You know, if we do one every two weeks, depending on how the news is, we may get there by February. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. All right. I guess that's it for us. Bye. Bye. And stay safe. Stay safe. Vote early if you can. Right on. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D and Mr. Bingo5 for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.